um, have my period, so I didn't have it for three years. I didn't have a period for three years. I basically forgot how to use tampon. Hey, this is Bianca. And this is Anna. And welcome back to another episode of Girl Talk Mondays. Mondays. Today's episode is going to be all about periods and birth control and all of that fun stuff. All the womanhood (laughs) issues, basically. Yeah, yeah. All the things we have to deal with that men don't. So if you are a power lady, welcome a power lady. If you're like Beyonce. If you're a girl boss. If you're a girl boss, this is the pod for you. Yes. Like, or really, if you just want to actually have a chat with girls about periods and birth control and all that, then this is the episode. Yeah. And I think we have some really interesting insight because we both have very different mm. experiences with having a period as one does as a human being and as a woman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's really been a difficult point for me in terms of my life even now because I've had some issues with my period, I've had issues with birth birth control, losing my period, not knowing if I would get rid of cysts around my ovaries, and then also not knowing if I can have children in the future. Like, all this stuff that comes from one thing that you never thought would be a problem. Yeah, exactly. I know it can be a really big deal, and me as well, I'm realizing things more Mm -hmm. and more that are changing the way that I act or the way that I am and it's having starting like it's starting to have a negative effect on me Mm -hmm. and so I thought this would be a good episode to kind of get it all out there and tell you guys our personal experiences because if you're feeling this way if you have any of these issues you're not the only one and there is a way to get out of it and to get help and to feel better Mm -hmm. you're not alone exactly and there's so many issues I know that people are gonna probably be like oh it's just a period but there's so many things that can happen And it's the whole, I mean, your whole body is kind of dependent on you to have a working, 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 (laughs) working reproductive system. Yeah. And uh, it's a big issue that I never thought would be a big issue for me. But I also realized so many women have problems with Mm -hmm. their periods and losing their periods and all these things. And nobody ever talks about it because it's very taboo. It is. I feel like people maybe feel bad or don't understand why it's happening or they're scared. Yeah. Yeah, so it's something difficult to talk about. But you Mm -hmm. brought it up and, like, so many of my friends as well. And it's just a more common thing than people think it is. Yeah. Everyone has their own issues with, with that kind of stuff. So we thought we'd talk about it. Maybe first we can talk about when we got appeared the first time yeah i told you yeah. i told you, you t- we last spoke time about this not long ago and no. then we were like okay let's do an episode let's do all an episode. about this actually yeah so it was such a funny story yeah yeah i got my period quite early like i think i was 11 and a half or 12 years old and mm-hmm. that was pretty early but luckily my mom had already like spoken to me all about it and that's kind good. of prepared me yeah that's really good so i knew i was like expecting i was like okay one day it's gonna i was come. expecting <laughs> i was like you know the funny thing was that it was the summer when i was away in florida in mm-hmm. miami so it was really hot. We were always in swimsuits and things like mm-hmm. that. And it's that's funny difficult. because, yeah, it is difficult. Yeah. But also, like, not long before that, I was thinking, like, okay, when am I going to get my period? I feel like mm-hmm. the time is happening. And my body also developed really quickly. Like, by the age of 11, I was not even flat-chested anymore. Really? Yeah, I had developed really quickly. And then it stopped, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like, around 16. <laughs> but at that age, I was developing, like, earlier than some of the other kids. And mm-hmm. I was growing taller than some of the other kids. And now, then I stopped early as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I was starting to feel like, yeah, maybe that was going to happen soon. And so it did. 
and it was like, I don't remember, I think the morning and I woke up and I went to the bathroom and I saw like a puddle of blood <laughs> in my underwear and I kind of knew that it was actually that right from the beginning. You had a feeling. I had a feeling. I was like, well, uh, first of all, I looked at it and I was like, what is that mm-hmm. actually like? Because you knew about it as well. I, I knew you about it. You had been so educated about yeah, it. Mom yeah, mom had like sat down with me many times and told me this is going to happen and that's what it is and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I knew. And when I saw it, it took me, like, a bit of a time, a moment, to be honest, to, like, realize. But then it clicked, and I was like, oh, that's what it is. How do you tell an 11-year-old that? You're going to bleed once a month. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Don't well, worry. I mean, I guess, because it can happen so to difficult. people at any age. Like, yeah. I guess starting from the age of 10, even. So early. Until older. It's but, really yeah, it happens early. to some people at that age. So, the... You're still on the playground. Yeah, you are. Yeah, actually. Oh, goodness. (laughs) At 11, yeah. Yeah. I was still, like, running around and playing tag with friends. It's just such a... It's a concept that's actually... It would be difficult to understand if you're that age. Because there's so many things... Yeah. You know, you you wouldn't be used to your body developing even at that age. Yeah. But because my body was developing earlier... Yeah. I was where? Yeah. But I kind of... I didn't even understand, like, what really a period was. Even though mom had explained, like... Yeah. I knew I was going to get it. I knew, you know, okay, like, this the is the period. Of it. The gist yeah. of it. But I didn't understand the full aspect of... It was too much to know that. Yeah, of it. it was so too much she was to probably understand. like, you're going to bleed and it's going to be okay. Yeah. She'll you were like, like ah, ah, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I was like. <laughs> I mean, that's, I think that's the only thing you can really yeah. say. Yeah. So I went to her and she was like, okay, I'll get some pads for you. That's and the same. Pads. Yeah. Pads. Oh, that was gosh. always the first. I don't like that. That was now. the first step. Oh, no, I could never. Only mm-hmm. at night. Yeah. Otherwise, I never, ever use pads. But it's just so comfortable. But that was even hard for me because I was, like, I was young. You know, I was mm-hmm. nearly 12 years old, and I was using pads, and it was the middle of the summer mm-hmm. and in it's Florida, so and I could no longer, like, go to the pool and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. It changes your life a little bit. Yeah, it does. <laughs> no, but it, it sounds As weird, kid, but it yeah, does. Yeah, you don't want to be, like, doing boring stuff and sitting under the umbrella and reading books. Books. You feel different too. Yeah. And if other kids your age ask you, like, oh, why can't you go in the pool? You're like, um, no reason. <laughs> you know? You it's different. Yeah. You don't even yeah. fully understand it yourself. So how are you gonna explain it to yeah. someone who doesn't even know exactly. it's gonna happen to them? Yeah, exactly. My sister got lucky and she had hers a lot later than me. Yeah. I had Which mine is, yeah. later too. Mine I got mine, I think I was like 14, 15, and of course we talked oh, about late. it in school. Yeah, we talked about it in school. But all my friends, it was kind of cool at that point. Yeah. All my friends started getting it. They were like, yeah, I got my one when I was nine. And I, no, there was someone else was like, you got my one when I was 11. What about mm-hmm. you? And I was like, yeah, when I was 10, you know, like, I, I, <laughs> I pretended. always pretended. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And um, so I didn't. And then I was skiing. And then I remember I went to the bathroom and I looked at my underwear and I was like, did I go to the bathroom in my underwear? But you thought that at 14, 15 years old. Yes, I did. Because it was not, it was not like bright red. You know, and it wasn't that much. So I was like, "Did I? Mm, my God, what did I do?" You know. So I, after in the evening, I changed my underwear, and then it happened again a few hours later. And I was like, "What's going on? Am I? Can I not control my like, you know, my bathroom schedules?" And then I figured out. I was like, "Ah!" And I remember. I think I told my mom, and yeah. she was like, oh, "Okay, it's gonna no no no." It was kind of not something that she really wanted to talk about. I could tell. Oh really? Yeah, but it was still like it was fine. And I got pads, and I think everyone uses pad first. Yeah, it's the easiest way to do it first. Yeah, it took me a while to use a tampon, but I remember I was supposed to go swimming. I had like a swimming lesson or something. Yeah, not a swimming lesson. Probably just swimming in a pool somewhere. Anyways, um, and. 
I had to. It wasn't that difficult for me though to learn how to use it. It was kind mm-hmm. of straightforward. But I knew some of my friends in high school. They couldn't even get a tampon, you know, to work for them until yeah. they were like nineteen. Yeah, some people in my school as it's well. Crazy. They would still be using like pads. No, yeah. I figured it out. Like I thought that it took me a while, but it was only like a few weeks, and then yeah, and I was young as well. Yeah, you were young. You were yeah. really young. Yeah. But I guess you kind of discover it. Just takes some time. Um, I'm not sure how old you guys are that are listening, but I Probably think... a variety of ages. Yeah, a variety of ages. Yeah. So, yeah, if you don't have it yet, don't be scared. It's going to be fine. We all, <laughs> we all survive it. We all survive yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the rest, you know what it's like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's what happened to us the first time we got it. And then when I... The first couple of, like, maybe two years, I, it was just... It was very little amounts that I got and I didn't really feel it it wasn't that bad then when I turned like 16 Mm. I had this thing when when I got my period the day before like my whole body felt it and then when I got my period the first two days I could not walk I could I felt like I could not breathe I could not stand without taking I had to take extra strong like targeted painkillers for my ovaries that's true and I could not do anything. I would, if I didn't get my medicine, I would puke and puke and puke until I was puking water. Oh my gosh. And then I would be dehydrated and faint, basically. It was really intense pain, basically. Really intense pain. And I remember one time, I actually went to Florida with my family. Did you? <laughs> and I had forgotten to bring my medication because we were rushing out of the yeah. house to get to the airport. Mm-hmm. And I got my period and the pharmacies didn't open until the next morning. Mm-hmm. And it was in the middle of the night I got it. And I was in the bathroom for hours on end. I couldn't stop puking just because of this oh, horrible gosh. pain in my gut yeah and I guess my mom she told me she never had a problem with this and like nobody else had really had a problem with pain so I kind of knew it wasn't really normal but other girls had it as well but I had so much pain as well I remember because my period was like it was not at all light it was probably kind of like yours but yeah. never to the point where I was puking but to the point where I couldn't sleep anymore some nights I was like yeah. sitting with the worst cramps in the bathroom where Like, yeah, even when I was on vacation, like, I just would be awake, like, all night because my stomach hurts so badly. Yeah. So as soon as I figured out I could take Mm painkillers, I would take, yeah, like, three, like, every couple Mm -hmm. of hours just so it would... it hurts so much. Yeah, exactly. And when it's right in the middle of your body, it debilitates your whole body. You cannot do anything. You just want to curl up. Yeah, you just want to curl up and be warm and not do anything. And... you can't go about your day, like... Exactly. Like it's you just can't. really uncomfortable, actually. And I had forgotten yeah. about this for so many years because I've been on birth control for seven years. And then it's and very so light. It, yeah, yeah, it makes it really light. Like, it lasts, like, three days, not even. Like, it's so light. Yeah. And I have zero pain from it at all, so that's actually a really good benefit of having birth, birth control. control. Yeah. Um. So I even forgot how much pain I was in because my periods were not at all light. Like, they would last nearly a week, pretty really? much. Really? Yeah. So yeah. Mine would be, like, really bad the first two to three days and then it would completely go and it would be just like tiny little bit yeah but it was still like seven days yeah but it was still really painful for the first few days so painful i just remember and i remember other girls they had that too but i think it was like one out of five that had it Mm -hmm. really bad Mm -hmm. and i actually read up a lot about it after a few years after that and usually the people who have really well the girls that have really really bad pain when they are on their period they will have some sort of endometriitis or PCOS mm-hmm. so polycystic ovaries or some sort of problem with yeah. their reproductive system 
which it's so common. I don't even know the exact statistics, but yeah. it's so common, and nobody talks about it. That never happened for me, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It didn't happen for you, so that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Very happy for you. Yeah. But you never know who it affects. And yeah. when when people joke about... I remember guys would joke and be like, yeah, you're on your period, you know, you're just moody. That's true, it's yeah. It's like, well... That's what they would say. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, all of our hormones have been adjusted and we don't even feel like ourselves we're in so much pain we cannot walk do you mm. expect us to be roses flying around being happy all the time yeah, yeah. no yeah no that's really true that happens to me more now than it did like before going on birth control and we'll get to that topic but yeah for me birth control has like had such an up and down effect yeah that i was actually like fine before mm-hmm. i was on birth control i think it was just that my periods were really strong it can help if you have really strong periods to get on birth control yeah it or can acne. yeah 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 or having yeah if you have a lot of acne as well like birth control does help too it can help yeah regulate mm-hmm. um okay the next little topic thing we have is losing your period so i've actually lost my period yeah that didn't happen to me Mm -hmm. luckily but anna has some things to share about that story i've had so many things happen to me so basically i've always had a lot of pain like i just mentioned and then i started going on birth control when i moved to london so Mm -hmm. when i was 18 Mm -hmm. i had a boyfriend and we were serious and I was also dealing with this pain and I thought it would help. Mm-hmm. I went to the NHS here, um, which are the doctors, and you kind of just get allocated to a general doctor. Yeah. So it's not someone who knows your kind of your levels of progesterone and everything. So they don't test that before they give you any of the pills. They just mm-hmm. ask you, okay, have you had any blood clots? What is your family history like? And I was like, well, nothing, nothing's happened in my family. Everyone's fine. No blood clots, no cancer, nothing. And so she gave me the strongest pill. Mm. And I was like, okay, you know, because I was 18. I didn't think anything of it. You know what it was called? No, I don't remember. But I think it was just like some sort of combined pill. Mm. But she gave me a really strong one. And she was like, yeah, this one will be good for you. And I was thinking, I didn't think about it. Yeah. Because I wasn't educated on it really. No, if you don't know, you're just thinking like, oh, okay, I was prescribed this. I'm just going to take it. I'm just going to take it. And you know, in in high school, honestly, they should have more on what certain birth controls do to your body. What the side effects can be. Or have a class on it. I think in the U.S. maybe they do. But like, yeah. yeah. In France, they didn't. But we just got little brochures. Yeah, that's but to actually teach you because you just you're just like popping a pill every single day and you have no idea what it really is and it's actually a drug and it's it a drug. alternates your everything, your hormones in your body. The balances in your body yeah, it, yeah. Really it really messed really me up. Everything. So you need to exactly. really know what you're taking, I feel like and mm-hmm. there's so much taboo about it still. Yeah. But it's it's so important because it is a drug. And yeah. if you're taking it, things can happen to you. So I took it for like a year and then my boyfriend and I broke up and I just decided I was like you know what I don't want to take this anymore I don't want to take it every single day so I stopped then I didn't get my period and I didn't get my period for a few months Mm -hmm. then I started feeling like little movements in the lower part of my belly like it was like a heartbeat kind of but were you also on a really strict diet at that time? Yeah, I was on a really strict diet. Because I think that's as well. important to mention as well because Yeah. I, I have had friends who have lost their period but not through the birth control situation. Mm-hmm. Maybe for you it was a combination of both. I think it was a combination of both. But the they've lost it because they were dieting for like bikini competitions and so they yeah. had to get very, very lean and eat very specific yeah. amounts of food. 
Yeah. And because their body wasn't getting all the nutrients they would need. It shuts down. Because it isn't you. healthy to be that lean and shredded No, and at the end of the day. And it's the first thing to go. Your yeah, period exactly. is the first thing to go when your body is not 100%. That's the thing. If you're ready to have a child, that means your body is 100% healthy. Yeah. Kind of, in a way. And the first thing to shut down if you're not healthy or if your body is not feeling right is your is your reproductive system. Yeah. Because they don't want you. Your body doesn't want to reproduce. Yeah, exactly. It wants to save itself before it can help right. anyone else. Yeah, it doesn't have the strength. Exactly. So I had been dieting and I was in this really hardcore fitness phase yeah. where where I was just I was basically I wasn't vegan at the time I'm vegan now but I was eating just meat 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 and vegetables no carbs nothing yeah, yeah. at a point um I remember I weighed like 52 kilos and I'm like 173 centimeters tall mm. so I'm like That's six amount, six though, eight it? no I went to, I was five kilos underweight Oh, well, I've been dining as well. Mm-hmm. I think when was the last time I did a serious diet? It was probably like when we started meeting. Yeah, I when remember. we met. I remember, yeah. And the lowest I got was like to 51 kilos. Mm-hmm. But for me, that wasn't even enough to ever compete in a competition. Like, I still would have yeah. needed to lose like another four kilos. Yeah, exactly. But I was, I checked and with the doctor and stuff, and they were like, you're underweight by like four or five kilos. Yeah. And I was, in a normal range would be about like 56, 54 seven to like 62 or something like mm-hmm. that and then I was like okay actually I feel really weak and yeah you feel weak and tired all the time and yeah. I was just pushing my body in that way but then also I started feeling little pulsations like where my ovaries were mm-hmm. and I was really confused and I was like well you know I haven't got my period back in a few months but then it also said online I was checking online because I felt like I couldn't really go anywhere here yeah. because you go to the NHS it's a different doctor every time you don't know who you'll get and yeah if it's like a bigger hospital, you'll just get someone that doesn't know your history, doesn't know what you've taken really. I mean, mm-hmm. you can show them, but you don't. they don't it's know harder, yeah. your hormone levels. No, exactly. And that's not what I was used to. In, in Germany, I lived in Germany before, and I had a gynecologist that I went to, and he had documents. Mm-hmm. So that's easier for them to know what's going on, for them to help you. So here mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I could do that. But I went to the GP and I told them, I was like, okay, I haven't had my period. And they were like, are you pregnant? I said, no, I'm not. And uh, they were like, okay, well, let's take some blood tests. Let's see. I got the blood test back. They said, okay, it seems that you have some high testosterone levels. You Mm -hmm. should do a scan. And uh, I decided to do it when I was back in Germany. And he did an ultrasound and he could see, I saw on the screen... I had 10 black dots around each ovary. Oh, what does that mean? Cysts. Oh. Yeah. So I had like oh black gosh. holes kind of this size. So it's scary. like a small coin size yeah. around my ovaries, like little circular moons around. Mm. And I was like, what What are those? What That's is that? Scary, yeah. And he was like, those are cysts. Um, and basically he was German and I wanted to speak English because I, I know German, but I don't know medical terms and that kind right. of thing. And I would yeah, rather do yeah. English. Yeah. Um, so I asked him to explain, but his strong suit was not English as well. Cause yeah. he learned everything in German. <laughs> exactly. So sometimes it was hard for us to really communicate and know exactly what was up. But he told me everything, of course, and he gave me papers and he told me that I had really high uh, hormonal like testosterone levels mm-hmm. and I had imbalances in my hormones after stopping taking the birth control and other diet issues and that kind of thing Mm. and he told me that I probably needed to 
get back on birth control to try to make sure everything got regulated and I got rid of the cysts. Also, I needed to research and try to cut out more meat and, and this is recently, dairy. Right? This was um, not long ago, three years ago. Oh, three years ago. Two and a half to three years. I think I was oh, nineteen. Okay, yeah, I was nineteen. Uh, yeah, so like three years ago, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, you know, okay. And I watched a lot of documentaries about, you know, going vegan and that kind of stuff. But I didn't mm-hmm. think it really affected my period um, and my ovaries and. I was hoping, he told me that it would be really hard for me to get kids if this continued, and I wouldn't be able to, you know, really have kids, so I was really nervous, and he said that we have to keep control, we have to check your ovaries and your, um, uh, like, what are they called when they take a little sample, so they can check the cells in your body, they take a little scrape sample, and he was like, I have to check your sample every three months to see that we don't have any abnormal cells, because then that could develop into something else, and you know, they never say anything, but I was thinking, since I have cysts, it could turn Mm. into like some sort of cancer or something, and um, exactly, so I was really scared, and I told my parents, and they were also really scared, and then I remember that summer, I was watching a few documentaries about going vegan. Mm. So I still had my cysts. I was taking the birth control. And this one was one that was more targeted towards balancing my hormones. Mm-hmm. So it was good because he knew my hormonal like levels and imbalances. Right. So he okay, could help he me. to give you the right thing. Yeah, but it was, was it only available. Good? It was good. But it was only yeah. available in Germany. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't find it here. So I had to, you know, my parents had to send it here. Or I'd yeah. have to go back and all this stuff. But which, which was fine. But, um, yeah, so I had that. I was instructed to keep taking it and not leave breaks, Mm -hmm. not leave seven-day breaks. It has something to do with ovulation. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking it has something to do with me not being able to have children in the future if things Mm -hmm. didn't go right. But I didn't fully, like I said, know exactly what he was telling me in terms of implications because sometimes it will also be a bit hush-hush to not worry you. They don't want to scare you, exactly. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, before before they say anything. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So I did that. I didn't have my period um, Mm -hmm. for the first year. Then one summer I was watching a lot of documentaries, like I said, and I was watching a documentary called What the Health. And I Mm -hmm. was seeing how the, you know, the medical industry works together with dairy um, and meat producers and how these these products and these things that we're eating are causing cancer are causing so many different things and they actually showed everything scientifically and this was just interesting to me because I had been a big meat eater I had just eaten meat with every single meal yeah and so I was like okay and they told me that meat would be rotting in your intestines for months Mm. and these things and it said that it blocked up your arteries and everything, and it showed real-life examples of people who were close to dying, and they just changed their diet, mm-hmm. and they overcame certain types of cancers. Of course, maybe it yeah. doesn't work with everything, but it was just really interesting. I started reading more into it, and I'm a very all-or-nothing person, so just one day, I decided to go vegan. Yeah, and you never looked back. No, I came to work one day, and I was like, oh, can we go there instead? Because I was interning at Grazia. Yeah. And I was like, can we go to uh, this other place because they have vegan food? And then one of the girls, she was like, yeah, but okay, but don't you want to go to the other place? And I was, and I was like, no, I'm vegan now. She was like, you had chicken yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I know, but, mm. but I'm vegan now. So Exactly. 
And you have to start somewhere, right? Yeah. See, so. it just and of course I slipped up once, maybe once I had eggs after that, mm. and then another time I was like, I'm craving salmon, so I'm gonna try it and mm. see if it is that I'm craving salmon or not. Yeah, yeah. And I tasted it, and it wasn't. I just needed salt. Okay. Basically. So yeah. You tried a few bad. more times. Yeah, and I tried to see. And then now I you're realized. full on vegan. You don't have ever anything. No, that never. Isn't. Yeah. But um, and how has that impacted your health? It actually, after two months, after the the next checkup I had, we, we I went in and I had no cysts anymore. None. Mm, interesting. And he, he was like, oh, like, what happened? And I was like, you know, I actually went vegan. Mm. And it was actually kind of gross because I remember one time I went to the bathroom and, um, like, I had, like, a little blob come out oh, or really? something yeah it, oh. i think maybe it was something with the sister or something i don't oh, know maybe. anyways yeah but maybe someone is a doctor and is listening to this and they're like what is she saying but anyways <laughs> this was just my or experience you can actually give us insight if you're a doctor and you yeah. know what that is yeah let us know mm-hmm. but it looked like a deflated some sort of thing mm. but anyways so you think that well, do you know for sure what it was? No. You think that it's probably yeah. that you changed your diet and your way. Yeah, he told me that. He things. was like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I think it could yeah, be because of that's that. That's interesting. And I was like, I felt it in me that I was like, I know it's because that or yeah. that. But then I, yeah, I kept taking the birth control. And then one day I didn't have access to that birth control. So he sent me another one they had like run low and he thought another one would be fine for me mm. he sent it to me i started taking it and oh my god i, I was took that it. the really bad one for the you? really really bad one yeah i had another bad one but that one wasn't as bad mm. i took it for a week i started i would lay in my bed in the morning and just cry and i would feel like there is no purpose for me in this world mm. and like that was my thought i would lay in my bed and just cry for a whole day what was that you did you only take it for a week yeah, yeah, and that then it already control? started affecting me so badly. That is really fast. And I, I called him, and I was like, what is going on? And he's like, this one is in a really high um, dosage, yeah. and it has these side effects. And I was like, well, I have to get off it now. Yeah, so you knew right away. Was, I knew was right away. To do with that. Mm-hmm, because I had never felt that feeling in my life before. Yeah. I felt like I was always on the verge of crying. Yeah, that's actually something that's happening to me quite recently, and I don't know why. And I started taking birth control when I started dating my fiancé, so it was like seven, eight years ago now. And I tried two before I went on a third. The first two I tried, they were really, really low dosage, and so they didn't affect my body, I guess, as much, or my hormone levels as much, but they made my, like, appearance look worse. Like, I was always getting so many breakouts, Mm -hmm. and I never, ever had that kind of skin. Like, my skin was always quite good. Mm -hmm. I didn't put on weight or anything like that, but I was just breaking out, and so that was enough for me to, like, want to switch because I couldn't... I hated that feeling. Yeah. And uh, so I switched, and I went on a different one because I had tried two that were low dosage. They both gave me breakouts, so I went on a third... And that was a high dosage. And yeah. um, it was my dad who gave them to me because he's a pharmacist and so mm-hmm. he knows about that anyway. So he told me to try that one. And that was the one I've been on. And I'm still on it for seven years. Yeah. And that was completely fine for me in terms of I lost all my breakouts, my skin cleared again. And this this pill is actually really known for even helping people who are prone to acne in the first place. Yeah. Um, because I wasn't anyway, my skin just like went back to normal pretty much. Mm-hmm. I put on a little bit of weight, but mm-hmm. it is very high, so it did like affect my hormone levels. Yeah. But it was so, I guess, 
in a way I didn't even know anymore what my real like personality was or not mm-hmm. because I've been on this for so long so there might have been things that I've done or acted like in the past that I just thought it was just like normal and that's yeah. just how I am as I'm growing up but I've only started realizing it really recently I went off of this bill once I think like two or three years ago maybe mm-hmm. like yeah three years ago now and I went off for, for six months mm-hmm. and it's hard to remember but I feel like everything was really good and I was always happy and I never had any strange mood swings but recently it's been getting worse and worse for me and this is after being on this pill it's called jasmine mm-hmm. after being on oh, it for seven it. years mm-hmm. so I did a lot of research the other day about it mm-hmm. and it's true that it can have a lot of different side effects apart from like putting on weight and yeah. feeling some nausea and stuff like that. I never had that. Those are like the least terrible ones, which says mm. a lot. And you know, for males, yeah, the birth it? control for males have been banned because of these things. Oh, really? Yeah. If you read, oh. if you Google it and you Google male birth control banned, it says like, oh, because a lot of men had nausea, they put on weight. And I'm like, well, welcome to our life. Yeah. That's like the least. Yeah. That's, that's like the lowest problem. Like yeah. that's what happened. I put on some weight. Great. Whatever. You can deal with that. You can regulate that yeah, yourself. But it was but... when I started feeling that my hormones levels were changing because this pill has a lot of um, estrogen. Yeah. And so it makes that, like, unbalanced. You just have, you overreact and you have some, I don't know, like, what was it called? Like, if I would feel upset about something, it would just, yeah, it would make my PMS, like, way worse than it would have been. Yeah. And to the point where now I'm realizing it's, like, happening more and more frequently. Yeah. And sometimes I would just be upset with someone for absolutely no reason. Mm -hmm. Or I would suddenly, like, sit in my bed and feel unhappy and not know why because nothing is really going wrong in my life yeah and so I started putting two and two together and thinking that this kind of it's like a start to a depression for me and I feel like it's happening because of this pill yeah and that is actually one of the side effects that it can have Mm -hmm. the only thing is I don't understand why it's happening now Mm -hmm. and not before unless I didn't realize it Mm-hmm. But now it's more and more frequently that every few months or now every few weeks, mm-hmm. I'm starting to have these bad feelings. Yeah. It's no longer like, I did mention this in one of our previous podcasts, like the PMS thing, mm-hmm. where on the first day of my periods, I would stop the birth control. Mm-hmm. I would sometimes have like, I don't know, just a bit of a, like a bad mood swing. Like I would get upset or, about something with mm-hmm. someone or I would just over exaggerate like a scenario yeah. and not feel quite right. But now it's not even like something is triggering it. It's like it's happening for no reason. Yeah. That I'm feeling really sad and not happy and all that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, nothing in my life is is wrong. So I feel like it does have to do with that. So I'm actually going to test stopping my birth control finally after so long. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stop because these kind of reactions... These mm-hmm. kind of symptoms are not really good and they're not healthy for you. No. And it's almost like, yeah, it's causing a depression. And it's mm-hmm. But it's normal. It's, people yeah, normalize it's normal that it. this happens. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it happens to a lot, a lot of people who take these birth control, but... Mm-hmm. No, I'm not saying it's good and it's normal. No, I'm just saying exactly. that society, in society, like people don't really say much about it because right. it's normal for women to have to feel this way, to be mm-hmm. either protected or to have no True. acne or to have lighter periods. Like True, yeah. But if it comes to a point where it's ever too much for you or you feel like you're having that reaction but you don't even understand why because that's what happened to me for so long. Mm-hmm. I maybe had a reaction and I, I didn't understand. I thought oh, it's just me. But maybe it actually is not me. Yeah. 
So I need to obviously test that out, but I'm I'm a hundred percent sure that it has to do with that birth control. Yeah. And there are alternative solutions, and it doesn't always have to be the woman who has to suffer no. these kind of things. You can just snip snip. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that drastic. <laughs> I mean, why not? But no, there are kidding. other methods. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's true. I kind of when I got back. When I changed birth control again, when my doctor was like, okay, mm. fine, let's move it back to the other one because we have it back. I don't know what happened there, but something happened. Like, yeah. I got another one for some reason. They got it. Yeah. And then I got back on it. Everything was fine. Everything was yeah, fine. That was a good one for you. Yeah, it was fine for me. And it was just like I was on it the whole time. I never had periods because I wasn't supposed to um, have my period. So I didn't have it for three years. I didn't have a period for three years. I basically forgot how to use tampon. I didn't, but it was just like a foreign (laughs) object in my thing. And I was like, I'm not even a woman anymore. Am I? What am I? I don't know. But But were you ever really scared that you weren't going to get it back? Yeah. And I'm still scared that, you know, it's going to affect me having children in the future. That's one of my things that I really want. Because you didn't fully get it back yet. No, I didn't. And, um, but yeah, also something that happened to me when I went off birth control, like I said before, was that I got a lot of testosterone and I actually started growing a lot of hair on my body. Mm. And that's normal stuff. If you have PCOS, polycystic ovaries, um, you can either have, like, your glands can start producing a lot of fat. You can get, like, pimples around your mouth. You can get loads of excessive hair growth. Mm. I'm a person that doesn't have hair on my body. Like, I'm very much a little... hair is really fierce. Yeah, I'm like a little naked hair. rat. Yeah, like yeah. I don't have hair basically. I yeah. do, but it's very light and fair, yeah. and you cannot really see it. And it started growing in like my armpits, and I was like, "What's going on?" Yeah, this is so incredibly weird. I started feeling like I didn't have moods. Mm. Like I just, I was just straight all the time. Like yeah, I had yeah. no mood. I was just completely like, nah, mm, okay, moving on, okay, mm. whatever." Yeah, yeah, exactly. it was not like me. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel things really. I broke up with one of my boyfriends, and I was like, okay, bye. Yeah, this is a different birth control. Yeah. So it was also yeah. and a negative effect. Exactly, and that made, and I had such high testosterone levels. Yeah. Which is crazy. Right. And that's, my body was even changing. Like, I had less hips. Mm-hmm. Because it changed, that's the thing. That's my really My hips were not gone, obviously. But, you know, my body kind of straightened out into a yeah. more... It had a different shape than it does now. Yeah. And even though it might be like a tiny little change, it still happened because of hormones. Right. And that's how people, you know, transgender people, I don't want to go into this too much, but no, I've heard. We don't know that much about it. No, either, we don't know that but, much about it. But they take hormones yeah, they do. to, you know, change their bodies. Mm-hmm. And that was basically naturally, not naturally, through this birth control was happening to me. Yeah. Involuntarily. And uh, I didn't want that to happen again. So fast forward, this was, how long ago was this? This was, I think, a year ago. This is when I met you, that you were on this one, right? Yeah, now I'm on, no, then I was on that one. Still that one that was fine for me. Yeah. Um, I stayed on it. I was fine. I just didn't take it. I didn't think too much about my period or stuff because I knew it would only make me worried and upset. Yeah. And um, so I, I kept, you know, I kept taking it and... Then I graduated, before I graduated my university degree this year, I kind of touched on this before, but a few weeks before I, you know, I graduated, <laughs> you just said that. I uh, graduated, um, I started feeling really off and I had really bad mood swings and 
it was getting really worse and worse. And then right when I had graduated, I just felt like extreme sadness yeah. and extreme happiness for no reason. Yeah, that's what happened to me as well. Yeah. And I feel I felt I remember I felt so lost in the world. Like I was I was nothing. I had nothing to do here. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what my life was. I had to put on a face the whole time and do stuff because it was the only thing that would make me stop crying. I had what to go out and do stuff. Day. It was every single day. First yeah. it came in different like little spurts right. and then it came every single day. And this combined with me not knowing exactly what I wanted to do with my life. Yeah, it, it can have really, a really damaging effect on you. Yeah, it was so bad. I remember once I was shooting some content and I was having a really good time. It was in the morning. Mm-hmm. Then I was walking in the park on my way back home and I completely like just burst out crying and I had to go and sit on a park bench and I called my parents and I was like I have to come home because I I'm sitting here in the middle of the park and it's sunny I'm wearing a spring summer dress I'm happy you know I'm living such a good life but I have I see nothing but sadness that's what's happening to me recently yeah that's exactly that yeah and, and it's that's been happening how little by little, like maybe one night in, in yeah. like two weeks or every month. Yeah. And now it's becoming more and more. Mm-hmm. And so. that's just such a horrible feeling because you don't know how, what to do about it. And you don't know why yeah. you're feeling that way because everything is actually good. I know. And you get scared of yourself. Yeah. Like you think, when will I feel that way next time? Will it be tomorrow? Will it be now? Will it be exactly. in 10 minutes? No, oh my you God, don't know what to happen? do. Like, and, and I hate that. And you especially yourself. being alone, it makes you being think. Being alone, yeah. That's the worst part because you're just thinking about all those thoughts. And you spiral. Yeah. That, like that happened to me only just yesterday. Yeah. And I went to the spa and I thought I would feel better. Mm-hmm. And it just, it was worse. Like, I was thinking about and that. And you dig yourself in a stop. hole. Yeah. 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 And it keeps going and keeps going. I had to get a flight from here back home mm-hmm. for three days. My parents were moving. They were moving out. So I didn't really have anywhere. I was staying with my boyfriend at the time yeah. at his place. He had, like, a stomach flu. So we could just lay in bed together all day long. Mm-hmm. And I was just, like, all I could think about was just, like, spending my time with him or my family and when I thought about being by myself, I was so scared. Yeah, that's when it becomes really bad. Exactly, because I didn't know how I would feel. And I felt like... Yeah, exactly. You I need to be always sad. preoccupied with something so that you, you're yeah. not alone to face that sadness, basically. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's what was happening. And then I was like, I cannot do this. And I told my boyfriend at the time, I was like, I'm getting off my birth control. And he was like, yeah, okay, you do that if you feel like you need to. Mm-hmm. Because it got to that point where I was sitting in the car back home I had been like seen some friends and I it had been a really good day yeah. and I was sitting in the car back home and I talked to him on the phone and he was like hey can I come stay at your house for a few days and I was like no I don't know like yeah I don't think so maybe <laughs> it was so weird not a normal reaction no and then I got out of the car I accidentally like tripped a little bit and some people walking by they like giggled a tiny bit usually I would not care I mean we shoot content in the yeah. middle of public right yeah Who i would cares, not actually? care exactly. honestly it doesn't i laughed at myself too yeah um and then i was honestly i was walking i was mortified yeah. i was and i felt so insecure and i was like oh my god people are laughing at me i'm a horrible person what did i do this is so bad yeah. i look like crap what happened and then yeah. i go by my house i saw a dog and my mood went like oh yeah, so happy someone opened the door for me i was like oh my god thank you you know so nice and it kept going that's like that. the problem with these birth control because they have such high level of estrogen that it mm-hmm. just makes you 
your mood like overreact. Yeah. It's like either it's very, very bad and you're extremely sad and upset or you're having a really good day and you're super happy. Yeah. But there's a bit no... But you never know you when never you're going to go right. back down and that scared me. I was scared of myself. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect from myself and I lost myself. So I lost myself. Yeah. Find a way. And it's good to realize that before things get really bad. Mm-hmm. Like I'm this started happening to me not even that long ago. Like after I said I was on the pill for 7 years. Yeah. And now I'm realizing it, but I'm I'm catching it because I have people like Anna who have told me about this kind of problem she had. Otherwise you wouldn't know. Yeah, and my yeah. you know my parents are really understanding and they think like whenever I told my boyfriend or my parents about these kind of feelings, yeah, like they automatically link it to that, not something else that's wrong in my life because they yeah. can't find any other reason that is that I should be mm-hmm. feeling that way. It's not really logical. It's not a logical feeling. It's almost like yeah. this disease inside of me. I thought I was just crazy. Yeah, but that's the thing. If you don't know, then you mm-hmm. can't link it to that. You don't know what it is, what's the problem. Because nobody talked about it. I never heard about exactly. it. But I realized that it's most likely that, and so that's why I'm going to go off of it. Yeah. And you, yeah, I mean, how can you know if nobody ever how can you know? talks to you? Like, how do you know it is actually the birth control mm-hmm. you're taking? But it just yeah. has such a powerful effect on you. You just kind of have to take control. And I knew that when I was in that stage, I didn't feel like I had control over anything. Yeah. My life, my emotions, nothing. It really impacted me on my day-to-day. I couldn't do anything. I was happy if I was, you know, happy for 60% of the day. Yeah. And that was not healthy. No, that's not at all. And so I went off it. And then I've been off it now for like five, six months. I got my period once. It was really bad. It was really hardcore. Mm. I could barely walk. I was so drugged up. Mm. I had to shoot a campaign that day. Oh, my God. Um, but it was it was okay. Um, and then I went to the doctor. I got some blood tests done. I don't have cysts anymore. Um, I don't have PCOS anymore. Yeah. And uh, But he, he actually does suggest that I take a quite a light birth control to kind of try to regulate my periods. Mm-hmm. And so I actually started taking it a few days ago just because mm-hmm. even though this – I went to a private doctor, so we – we ha- he got all my blood tests and he had yeah, that's good that's why i paid like nearly a thousand pounds to oh, just yeah. check on my ovaries and that is the problem i think that's the problem with nhs i think that yeah that is a problem in the uk because it's so much for your health yeah if you want it if you want something actually figured out yeah. You have to. I got it covered by insurance but imagine me you know i'm still a student for me to just like yeah. you know pay a th- around a thousand pounds to go and check my ovaries yeah, to make sure ridiculous. I'm okay yeah. is insane for me to feel like I'm safe and I have results that people can actually give me good advice on yeah it cost me that much money I know that's just crazy and of course it's I'm so happy I have insurance and everything is fine it's gonna it's covered but you know, it took. It also took me so long, and even I knew that if I would go to NHS, it would take me months mm, to get true. blood tests and then get the results and then do a, a ultrasound scan yeah. and then do all these different things. It would take months, and I felt like I didn't have months, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to know what was going on. And my parents moved from Germany, so I didn't have my doctor there. Um, I didn't have time to fly home just to go to the doctor yeah. at that time. So, yeah, I got advice to start taking it. So I actually, it's a few months since I saw him, two months ago now. But I started taking it now. And if I feel a difference in a bad way, I'll stop taking it. Yes, now you know what that kind of feeling is like. But Mm -hmm. are you not afraid to, like, test out more? I am. Because you don't know how it's going to react. Your 
to your body, to your no. appearance, to your mood and all that. No, I am a bit scared, but I feel like he had really good judgment in terms of what he gave me because mm-hmm. he saw my like all of my different uh, like levels of estrogen, progesterone, everything. He yeah. saw it and he he saw the things that were not off but a bit like they could go off. Mm-hmm. Like they're not that normal things. He, he just kind of went through and he told me about everything. And then mm-hmm. he said, this is what you should take. You should leave seven days out for your period. So you have your period now yeah. and you should regulate it. And then maybe after a while you can go off it again. Um, but I'm supposed to go back when this is over. I was supposed to start taking him through months ago, but yeah, <laughs> I was scared. Yeah, no, that's the thing. So I would be scared after this. Yeah, I was scared for two another, months. Yeah, but I haven't got my period again. Yeah. So I thought I thought I would get it again. That's mm-hmm. why I was like, I'm not gonna take it because I had mm-hmm. my period. Right. But I haven't gotten again. Yeah. So now you have to see after this one how it's gonna mm-hmm. react. But I'm so much happier. I don't have. Yeah. I have maybe days where I feel unmotivated and a bit upset about things. Yeah, but, but it's never really bad. It's, not how it I was. feel such a big difference. Yeah. Honestly, like. With my mental state, I'm in control. Yeah, exactly. Before I wasn't, I feel like I was not in control. Yeah. That's amazing. But how long did you stop taking that birth control after you realized what was happening? Like, how like, long were you feeling that way before stopping it? Like, uh, two months. Because I was also stop, uh, scared yeah. of stopping to, stopping to take it or stop yeah. taking it. Because, you know, I had a boyfriend and that That's would true. affect us together mm-hmm. in a way. Not in a big deal. Of course, it didn't change anything. But it was just different from what yeah. I had done my whole life. And yeah. not my whole life, what am I saying? But you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, it was different for me. Yeah. And I was, I was kind of scared of what would happen if I stopped taking it. Exactly. And I was like, maybe it's not my birth control. Maybe I'm just going crazy here. And I just, maybe That's true. That could be I'll a, be crazy a forever. Well, yeah. Because every time this would happen to me, like, mm-hmm. little bit by little bit, randomly. Like, I remember once I was at a Chinese restaurant when my mom <laughs> came to visit me in London. And my yeah. brother and sister were there. And my fiance, Alex, was there. And, um... I was like, I started a full-time job as well, and so I was feeling really exhausted, and the service was just so slow Mm -hmm. that, like, um, it came to a point where I think even my poor fiancé, Alex, he was so (laughs) hungry, I think he wanted to order another meal, but, like, I was in such a bad mood all of a sudden. I'm like, that's it, I need to leave this restaurant, I need to go to sleep now, you guys don't understand that I'm super tired and I'm doing so much. Yeah. This was, like, what, like, not even 10 p.m. Yeah. And I overreacted, Mm -hmm. and I was, like, yelling, not yelling but you know I was just like in a bad mood basically yeah and so Alex was like okay that's fine let's go we'll we'll go home now so you can get some sleep yeah and so I said bye to my mom and all that and they stayed at the restaurant to finish their meal basically but I was just yeah I just like something just came out and then the next day or even like when I went home I took a shower I rested and then I'm like gosh I'm so sorry for this like behavior I don't know what happened mm-hmm. to me yeah you, you kind of see it after yeah a while. you see it exactly and it's it's that these kind of things that happen more and more that make me realize that I'm not even in control of what I'm doing or how I'm acting scary in those situations and yeah. I don't like feeling like that and I think that it's it's me but actually it's it's most likely not that it's something yeah. that's altering my tired okay that's fine in a normal state of mind I would just be like, I feel tired, but I wouldn't overreact in that kind of way. Mm -hmm. So it's all that. And 
the, I mean, maybe I need to actually sit down and take a blood test or see mm-hmm. what actually my hormone levels are like. It would be helpful. It maybe would be helpful. If you go home sometimes. So I know exactly, yeah, exactly what's going on mm-hmm. because I feel like it is that and so I want to go off of it. Mm-hmm. But it would be good to maybe see. And it's not something that you can check easily, especially not no, if you live not. here. Exactly. I would because never have to do to what I do. To a doctor over here, no. You have gonna, to go yeah. do it back in France. And you'd have to also, if you went here, you'd have to. Well, I had to do. I had to pay so much money for, to feel like I trusted someone. Exactly. Because that was the only no. time I knew that they had the money incentive to yeah, help me, exactly. which is horrible. No, it's not a good thing. I, yeah. Every time I've ever been to the doctor in the UK, and it pains me. To- oh, why do people call me? I'm so popular. <laughs> it's always at your mom. I know. Stop, stop, don't tell them. <laughs> don't tell them, don't tell them. I wonder who it was. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it I was don't my know. mom. It's not your mom or your dad. Let's see. It was my... I think it was my dad. Mm. Wait, let's see <laughs> no, here. they're always gone. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't know. Whatever. Nobody anyway. knows. Anyway, Anna got a mysterious phone call. Mysterious. <laughs> I think it was plus four six though, right? Oh, I don't know. That means What's Sweden. That? Sweden. Oh, Sweden. Uh, Sweden. Everybody calling me from Sweden. Yeah. It's like my either my grandma or my dad mm. or my mom. I think it was my dad. So basically a family member. <laughs> yeah. Let's just pretend yeah. it was some mysterious like lover or something. <laughs> of course. Of course. Just me being yeah. the usual me. Yes, what I was saying. Uh, I had <laughs> like so many. We can go into this in another topic, but yeah. I had like health issues and this has happened to me for so many years and I don't even know if it's related to birth control or if it's related to when I was dieting Mm. because whenever I eat normal meals and I'm not on any particular diet and I eat just what I feel like I'm pretty much fine but when I start limiting my food intake Mm. and like counting calories or saying I need to eat like this specific meal and that Mm -hmm. and that and that but you did that because you wanted yeah, I had a do, goal in mind. You had a goal. It was not just because you wanted to be like... Just... Well, I've done that multiple times, though. Yeah. Only one time I had a, I set myself a real goal because I never lost mm-hmm. that much weight. And I mm-hmm. thought that would be a good incentive to set myself a goal to mm-hmm. do a fitness bikini competition. Yeah. I decided not to do it in the end. Mm-hmm. But I've tried this multiple times because I put on weight not, not super easily, but like relatively easily, and yeah. then I stabilize to a point when I eat just normally. Yeah. But I can also lose weight pretty well. Mm-hmm. It's just that I need to have, I need to be strict with it. I can't just like yeah. I need to do a certain amount of exercise and eat properly in order to lose weight. So when I would do that, mm-hmm. I would start having really bad stomach cramps for no reason. Like mm-hmm. if I would eat a meal, if it was like rice and salmon, I would have a stomach cramp, and then I would eat rice and salmon the next day, and I would be fine. I would have oats in the morning and I would have a stomach cramp for like six hours Mm -hmm. and then I would have oats the next day and it's fine. Like Mm -hmm. I couldn't understand what I was eating that was wrong and why I was getting stomach cramps after these meals. Because there was no pattern. There was no pattern, yeah, yeah, to these like cramps. It wasn't like I was allergic to one food. Exactly. It was happening with, and to the point where this was like a year ago or a year and a half ago, it was like when we met, when I was doing my really intense um, um, diet basically. Yeah. That I started having uh, stomach cramps after literally every single meal. That I was even afraid to wake up and eat something mm-hmm. because I knew that I needed to go to uni and I didn't want to have stomach cramps. And once it was so bad that I went to uni, did an exam, had a super bad stomach cramp, I just left home. I like skipped the rest of the day mm-hmm. because I couldn't stay in class because I felt so bad. And there was no kind of painkiller that would even help this. 
That's so weird. It's so weird. So when I was in the NHS, I mm-hmm. saw them like three times, and I waited in the long queue for it's like, like five two hours. hours. Yeah, it's I waited, crazy. and I would go up to see them, and I would explain the problem, mm-hmm. and they would be like, "Um, well, I don't know what to tell you. Is it like it's not related to? Are you maybe allergic to that food? Or they would like would say something that was really obvious, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't even know what to do about it. And because I'd be they're like, general no. practitioners. Exactly. That's what they're trained to be. General. Exactly. So they're not specialized in that. So We're the not thing they could say was you can book to do a blood test and yeah. that would take more time. And I wanted a fast result. Mm-hmm. And I never got a good answer. And so I still don't know what is this issue. Yeah. Um, but maybe I need to do it. Now it's actually fine. But because maybe you give I need up to do a after a while. Yeah. I, You're like, it's after not a while, worth it was like, standing in line for seven hours no, exactly. to not get an answer. Exactly. Yeah. And after that, it got better on its own as well. Yeah. When I started introducing different foods, not eating the same kind of thing every day, I started mm-hmm. introducing more and more foods, and mm-hmm. then stopped going on this diet, and then it was fine. Mm. So that's just a really weird thing. But every now and then, it will come up where after a meal, I'll have a really bad stomach cramp, mm-hmm. and it's always something different. So maybe my body is missing something. Yeah. There has to be something that's wrong, and I need to do a blood test or figure out what it is. Yeah. But it's just the point where... I can understand how you feel about the NHS in the UK. Yeah. It's just, it's not that it's bad or anything like that. It's but just it's not like general. what we're used to. Yeah. yeah. They're good for general things. But if you have a really um, specialized, mm-hmm. you know, problem. Problem. It doesn't make sense. Then it doesn't sense. help you. That's the, that's a big problem here, I think. Because I know that for myself in Germany, you go to like a doctor that does, you know, a doctor that's a gynecologist, that's a whole different practice. Mm-hmm. You have someone who specializes in, you know, your stomach and your yeah, gut. Yeah, exactly. You have someone for legs, you have someone for even fingers yeah, and, and ears and like everything. Yeah, yeah, there's a ears and nose doctor. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's the good thing is because they're educated for that exact purpose for that exactly, exact yeah. area and they're not given okay this is i've been explained this actually by someone i don't know when but i have um for the gps in london they have a general kind of scope they learn everything mm-hmm. then they're told these are the most likely things that could happen if you see this symptom yeah then they say okay most people that came in with these symptoms had this so you right. most likely have this but they don't really know unless no. they do all the blood tests all the scans all the things it's yeah. really costly they, for them it's costly and they can't do that right away no they see you they say they don't know whatever they yeah. try to get around it and there's too many and then patients. they're like then you have to book in so then it's like you wasted your time and you have to you know book mm-hmm. in again for something else and it's they you wait for so right long you're just waiting yeah exactly and there's so many people that in, in the end you're just like that's it i'm going home i'm dying yeah <laughs> like just give up no, exactly exactly and it's, it's really testing on you because you don't have the time to go and sit at NHS for seven hours when you're like, well, you know, my ovaries are beating. It's kind of like I'd rather go to work or go to school yeah. or do something with my life than sit here for seven hours, not exactly. get an answer, exactly. and then go back again. Exactly. So now we're hating on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's another topic in its own. Yeah, okay. But, but yeah, I think, is there anything else that we didn't get to cover about this? I think we no, did. No, I don't think. Most I think things. we talked about it. Yeah. But yeah, so if you guys are experiencing any similar problems or if you have other things, I know a lot of girls suffer from endometriitis and mm. it's it's horrible. What is it? It's uh, basically when your lining of your uterus gets stuck to other parts of your body. Oh. It's terrible. We can Google it. bad. (laughs) I know, but it 
creates like you cannot move and stuff like oh, that really? yeah because mm-hmm. you get such bad pain it's it's worse than i described you have to get surgeries on surgeries because oh, really? it grows into different we need mm-hmm. to google that i have not yeah. heard about that one but it's terrible um mm. and so and so many women have it yeah so many women have it and i've actually seen it because of instagram mm. so you know if you feel like you maybe have something or if you're suffering with something related to periods it's so normal so many women have problems with it and it just it makes sense because we are putting chemicals in our bodies so that we can try to have a normal life and not live like biblical times Mm. um and we're also doing it for other reasons such as you know acne or just trying to regulate things or if you have really bad pain of course you don't want to go through every few weeks also some girls they have periods for like four weeks really yeah or like two weeks or three yeah, weeks i guess it's different for it's everybody. different for everyone sometimes i've heard of girls who have periods non-stop yeah wow and you well, know there's something it's wrong horrible. with that as well exactly and so if you feel like there's something up um maybe this is just a heads up to tell you guys that it's nothing wrong with you it happens yeah, to a true. lot of us exactly and, and you'll find yeah. a way to solve it and it will all be fine. Mm-hmm. But it's true that you can, some things can happen and you don't even realize that mm-hmm. there's a problem until later. But yeah. as soon as you catch the signs, then that's the start of helping it. And trust yourself. Maybe if people tell you, oh, maybe you're just overreacting. Everyone has ups and downs. And I'm right. Like, that's not a good answer at no. all because there's yeah. always a reason and mm-hmm. there's a way to help. It's not at all like one like or the it's other. on you and it's your fault. No. And maybe think about how you were before. Have you ever experienced this before? Mm-hmm. And is it correlating with any event? Like, did you start taking birth control or maybe mm-hmm. something like that? Then maybe there's a correlation and it's not about you being all crazy or yeah. hormonal. Maybe exactly. it is, but you know what? That's okay, too. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> yeah. we're girls and that happens all the time. Yeah, and it's really good, actually. A really good excuse if you're <laughs> really angry at your boyfriend or if you say something really mean. And then yeah. they're like, oh, I feel... And then you're like, I'm so sorry. It's just, you know, my period. Yeah, or if you really need to get <laughs> out of class understand. or something, yeah, lady issues. Yeah, <laughs> men sure. are like, oh god, leave, leave, leave. Yeah, leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Okay. So, so I that hope was you our guys. Message. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah, it was a bit serious, but it was yes. good to get to chat about all of these things, yeah. especially as we both have really different stories and some things in common as well. Yeah, like problems with the birth control. Yeah, so I think yeah. a lot of girls. And I'll update you as well once I finally stop mine to see how I'm feeling and if it's completely changed. We can do a period update. Yeah, we can episode. do an update. <laughs> period update. We can have a little ringtone. Like, ding, 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 ding. Period how update. How are we feeling this time? How are we feeling today? <laughs> that might be fun. Yeah. Okay, so for the giveaway. Yes. So what you have to do if you want to enter the giveaway is you want to put a story of our podcast um, on your Instagram story. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> screenshot while you're listening to our latest Did podcast you just take episode. Over? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you were talking about. <laughs> you're like, okay. I, I could see that it wasn't going anywhere. No, okay, you go. So I'll be quiet. So you can go, it's fine. No, you go. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll do the directions and you can announce the prize. Okay, it works. Okay. So screenshot while you're listening to our latest episode of Girl Talk Mondays and share it on your Instagram stories, hashtagging Girl Talk Mondays and hashtag giveaway. And if you tag both Anna and I, that would be even more helpful so we can actually see your entry. And yeah, that's really it. 
Yeah. So on to the prize. On to me. <laughs> so basically, this time I have an Isle of Paradise Happy Tan Everyday Gradual Glow. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, you get this in a really cute box with loads of confetti and a little bag. Yeah, it's very cute and girly. Yes, very nice. nice so nice. yeah, that's all for today, guys. Yeah, that's all for today. Have a good um, day. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> good day, 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 day. We are still looking for guest speakers as well, so hopefully we will have some on for you guys in the next episodes. Yes. So that you can recommend some. Yeah, you can recommend them. Exactly. Just DM us mm -hmm. and we'll check it out. Yeah. We'll so, find them. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> yes. And thank we you. will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.